Welcome to the family with Hackmaster as Ralph W. Basham, MD. Alex Brampard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brampard. And Melissa Bernard. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt will join us. Officer Dave's probably going to call in. We'll see what's going on right after this with the family. Tommy, how long have you been at KQ? 36 years now. Wow, that's loyalty. Well, if I'm completely honest, it isn't the company that I'm loyal to. It's the listeners. I figured out a long time ago they're the only reason I have a job. Why are you asking? Well, we had another great month at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan. In fact, Burnsville continues to be the number one Nissan store in Minnesota. The loyalty part. Get to the loyalty part. Oh, yeah. This month, if you buy or lease a new Rogue or a Pathfinder from us, we'll give you an extra 500 off as long as you own or are leasing a Nissan. That is cool. Do they have to trade it? Nope. It's just a reward for being loyal. By the way, the new Pathfinder is fantastic. It's got a nine-speed transmission, and JLo says it'll practically pull the building. We also cut a deal with our good buddy Charlie Swenson, who's running a Nissan store in Chicago. He gave us some extra rogues. Because Charlie's such a nice guy. Well, Paul might have threatened him. Sounds like Paul. For details, go to Walzer Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan and claim your loyalty gift. Tommy, give him some Elvis loyalty. Thank you. Thank you very much. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this. If the adjuster really, truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. Lama Lama. There it is right there. Now we got it. We got it cooking. Leading silence here. in songs. Ladies and gentlemen, we will kick off this segment with Officer Dave. Good morning, sir. Oh, wait a minute. Good afternoon, sir. It's 1220. It is good afternoon now. How are you been? Marvelous. The whole family's here, so that's good. Indeed. I love it. That's great. Including Doc. I love it. That's oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, Alex, when yes. Dan goes and gets his real ID and his new ID, make sure that he carries his voided card until the new one shows yes. up. Okay. Because they want to see the paper and the old card. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The paper is so easy to to forge and oh, I suppose, to, yeah. yeah can still get a bunch of that stuff off the magnetic stripe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's make why sure he like, carries both of them. That's why he's like, I just want to get it by the, before I fly, so I don't have to worry about yeah. more things to carry. Because, Melissa, you had to fly with that paper, right? And then it, like, messed everything up? It was only because my name changed. Oh, yeah, that they that's got, true. They got weird about it, but, like, because like, I had both. Why does this paper have a different They just, like, it. made... they With a real ID, you, you have to... And even if you have, like, pre-check... So when you when you have the paper and the and the yep. normal ID, you can't use your pre-check status. 
they make you go through uh, everything uh, like normal. So if he gets his real ID and he switches his pre-check over all in the right amount, then he'll he can just go through pre-check. But like, it's like pre-check is all all it is is you just you get to walk through with your shoes on, really. So it's yeah. and it's just him. So like he's let's not be real, with the children. So <laughs> yeah. it's really right. right. So right. it's a little different. No. So yeah. Well, yeah. he I don't know. I flew with when. Brittany and I went to Key West. She travels with her veteran ID. Oh, right, yeah. Her military ID. Mm. And her name changed after she got married. Well, military IDs are very different. Well, if he has a passport, was, he can just bring his passport yeah, anyway. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's um, true. Done. <clears throat> but she was getting questioned for like 20 minutes. Yep. And I had to sit there with the kids at this. I got them a smoothie, and I was like, I don't know how long this is going to take. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to make our flight because mm-hmm. they questioned her for yeah. like 25 minutes. Well, if you're like, if you're in the military, you try to change your name at like a bank or something. Yeah. You have to do a bunch of extra stuff because yeah. it's a, well, a she's not special serving status. anymore. Like, Doesn't it's, matter. Yeah, military. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was crazy though. All right, no. Officer Dave, you have to do me a favor. We have to get together at Andy's yes, new sir. house. We got to go to Andy's new house. How tall are you, by the way? Six five. Six four. Six four. We want to get a picture with you and Matt the copper, who I've known for a long time because he's from Golden Valley. The two of you could be twins. I will tell you that. Uh, the two of you standing together, the broadest shoulders ever. One six four. One six seven. I did think it was him for a second there. Oh, you thought it was Officer Dave? I yeah, did. he looks, they do look a lot of, well, that, the body Well, at first glance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, I don't know if you ever. Young, you're, Officer Matt, the younger younger guy? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Big, I, I might know who he is. Oh, yep. I, that's what I was thinking. Actually, I, I, think I, know his, I think I know his dad pretty well. Oh, well, there you know. go. But he's uh, one, of, one of Andy's neighbors now, so that's good. Well, well sort of. Sort of. There you go. <clears throat> Is everything else good, Officer Dave? Everything else is phenomenal, as usual. Just trying to get ready to mow my lawn because it's that kind of day. You know what? We're going to have the – we should have you and, and Matt the Copper in on the same day on the podcast, and we'll just call the show Try Canceling This Police Department. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> See how that goes. <laughs> no, but we really should have you on the show we soon. Should. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Get, get Matt in here, too. That'd be great. Yeah. Yep. Well, you sound yeah, like Ronald pretty Reagan. Sure I know, pretty sure I know his dad. I'll send Andy a text to see if the last name is correct. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me, when man. When we're done. All right. Get in here one well, of these yeah. days. We'll, we'll do, sir. We'll see what we can make happen. I love it. Thank you, Officer Dave. All right. You bet, guys. Love you all. Take care. Yeah, you too, pal. Bye. No question. And we do no have Kristen on the line here. Kristen Bird, ladies and gentlemen. Once you become a cop, Kristen... <laughs> that would be hilarious. You'd be a great cop. The hey, dancing could, cop. Could you do me the a favor and slow down a down little? The sidewalk. I would be. Uh, I wouldn't make it. I would be the cop who cries all the time. <laughs> that would not be good. I'd be yeah, shooting no. everybody. I mean, I, I'm such an empath, so I would. I would sit there if I saw like a hurt animal, a hurt person, oh, a child in yeah. danger. I. I wouldn't make it. No. Oh, come on, toughen up. Let's go. I know. I, I'm not good at compartmentalizing. I will tell you something, though, Kristen, and it's a true story. We, did, we had a, a morning radio show event, 550 people on. Uh, they had to hook two sh- those uh, showboats together to get everybody on, 550 <laughs> listeners. Or whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> what? What is it? The paddle for What is that? It's a riverboat. Oh. They had to hook two of them together. Go side by side? Or? A barge? No. It was a no, it's it, a, a paddle boat. Yeah, they're the big. They're, they were showboats. The riverboat, the riverboat with the paddle. I didn't know they were modular. Wheel. I didn't know you could hook. Them I didn't know you like could that. either. I never knew that. Or people jumping from one to the other like a train robbery. Mm, I was. Oh, okay. Anyway, the reason I bring that up is because at that thing, I did the you know took pictures and did the meet and greet and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Four people started crying, and it was really hard not to tear up with them. It was really difficult. What did you do to make them cry? Yeah, <laughs> I told them I knew you, and they said, oh, that, that, "That would make them so No, they were just so happy to be there. It was just amazing. There was this one young kid that came up. I don't want to give his name, but seventeen-year-old young kid came up to me and he said, "I want you to know that you saved my life." And I said, "What?" 
He goes, I was thinking of taking myself out, but I listened to your show and you, you that safe. How he framed it? No, he put it much more. I was going to put myself on ice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to put myself on ice, but then you came along. But yeah, he started tearing up. So I gave him a big hug and it was like, oh my God, that was hard. That was very, he's such a nice kid. Well, isn't that nice that, you know, you had an impact on him? Honestly, mm-hmm. it's hard it. not to be moved by a story like that. Quite an honor. There's no doubt about that. It was a hell of an honor that he would give a rat's ass what I had to say. You know what I mean? <clears throat> <laughs> oh, you see, that's how smart Kristen is. She didn't answer. She just went, ha, ha, ha. She didn't go, yes or no. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want a smart Alec answer. You got it. <laughs> you have people in the studio to do that for you, too. That's but... true. So what's the latest on your end, sister? Well, the good news is our Delta numbers are starting to lower here in California. So hopefully the rest of the country will see that. I feel like we're always the first with things. So not that we want to be the first uh, on something like this. But it hasn't. I I think the good news and I think people, you know, because California's been last year we were open shut, open shut. But this has not affected production. Production has done a really good job of keeping people safe my husband's been on set you know monday through friday sometimes even on saturdays and they've kept the the machine running and i think the other good thing too is that they're catching things ahead of time uh and testing people before they come on set if they're like guest stars or co-stars that thing you know they only got a day or two on set they're catching them before they ever step on set to spread it to everyone so i'm happy to hear that that hollywood has figured out a way to do this and keep us moving along because we're over all the shutdowns. Yeah, it's it's been enough of this. So you didn't have to worry about that. Um, I yeah, you know, for me, it's been interesting because uh, a lot of my work is done here. We have a studio at our house, but a couple of like press junkets that were supposed to be in person were then moved to virtual. So we did them over Zoom, and I have a feeling that they will probably keep things as virtual as possible for the next six weeks or so, and then reassess. Just because we've got kids going back to school mm. this week here in California, and we have got Labor Day coming up, and those—that's when we s- seem to see a spike in cases. Yeah. So I think Hollywood's just going to err on the side of caution. Um, Emmys have been scaled back. It's really only going to be the nominees and presenters there. They've moved it to mostly outside situation. They won't be in the theater as much. So, but you know, I don't care. You know, honestly, it's just like as long as we're moving forward and not moving backwards in all of this. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, they, they should tent the Hollywood Bowl. Do it there. Whew. Wouldn't that be great? I, oh. You know what it is? The acoustics are so bad for television there. Oh. Yeah. They're able to do it because all of L.A. Live is equipped for both inside and outside is well equipped for, hmm. for television. So that's why they're doing it there. You know, I have a question. So the survivability rate of Delta is much higher, isn't it? Well, I mean, I think so, if you're, especially if you're vaccinated. I mean, I keep hearing these terrible stories of unvaccinated people dealing with the Delta virus. but And it seems to be a little bit more contagious with the younger kids who can't get vaccinated yet. But we have a doctor in studio. <laughs> yeah, you know... I, I really think with the the decrease to incidence is all related to immunization. And once you're immunized, you're you're hooked up. Um, and, and that that's what's happening. Now, there's certain there are going to be deaths. People who are immunized are going to get this and they're going to die. For a variety, there's a lot of stuff, lot of um, uh, multifactorial kind of things that come into that. But now, I think what you're seeing is is that uh, people are immunized, and it's and just like the industry is different, it's a different time now. It, yeah, it's just different. You know, you know, people are doing things differently, and they are still maintaining a certain amount of social distancing. So it's just different, different than when it, when it originally started. So yeah, I think this is going to it's going to pass, and like uh, most uh, variants, uh, end up being less virulent because if you kill your host, you don't pass it on. Exactly. So what about the? Um, I know yesterday they started announcing, and, and California is kind of ramping up for it. Is the boosters saying that yeah. eight months after your second shot? boosters are likely yeah well i'm i just heard that that's happening i'm going to get it i'm figuring out how to get it so i am too and california has already opened it up for people obviously immune compromised but they've started to open it up for people who got it early mm-hmm. uh like the january the december and january people yeah, so they're already eligible mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'm, I'm still gonna go and get it i, I am too I, I, i'm just doing do whatever i can to, to get the immunization and, and i got it through the hospitals the hospital staff 
which was nice. And I'm, I'm going to call the hospital as soon as we're done and say, are you doing this? And if not, just start calling every drugstore around to find, find and get it done because just maintain that immunization. So you can go in and get a booster just on a whim? You should. should be able to just go in and get it. You'd think. Well, they just announced it today, the recommendation, so I don't know if it's actually implemented or just like it's we're doing it's this. Coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah, California is set up for it, I know, okay. but I would say obviously Minnesota might be a different situation. But but this immunization is probably just another shot, same shot as you yeah. got before, yeah. same yeah, shot, same juice. From what I understood, too, they were saying try and stick with what you've already had. Like if you had Pfizer, go get another Pfizer. I had Moderna. So there's like try and get another Moderna shot. Yeah. Keep so it in the family. Keep it keep, keep it in the same corporation. Keep that money going to the same corporation. <laughs> so I got Johnson and Johnson. So that they haven't decided if Johnson and Johnson need the other shot. They haven't decided that yet. Or yeah, not. I don't know. I would guess that you you pro- probably would just it's kind of the same kind of. Uh, it takes five same, minutes. You know. I don't I'm care. guessing in the next week we'll have all the information you'll need for the booster. Yeah, probably true. Uh, well, I'll go out and get it done because that's all I do is give, give, give. You know what I what mean? What about, I have one more question. What about flu shots? Are we supposed to get flu shots too this year? Uh, yeah, that's interesting because nobody got the flu this year. What's that all about? You got to get your flu shot. You got to get your tetanus immunization every 10 years. You got to, got to, got to get them. Well, Keep they, maintain them. I think they're working on an mRNA um, combo COVID flu vaccine they're thinking that that's probably oh, are they really? up, like you get oh, your cool. yearly oh you get a yearly deal combo oh that's interesting if that's something that you want well that's some that's that people will do who don't want the shot by itself absolutely do you think they'll do not the, you, <laughs> no, so no, flu shots aren't good hell. either they'd be even more no. less likely like to get me that. you could not pay me oh, to really? get a combination flu covid mrna vaccine no not a chance in hell i don't ever get the flu shot yeah i've never gotten the flu shot in my life but you give your kids mmr what? Says you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know your children with you know what I uh, do? The MMR? Thank you. Know what I do? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, if you, if you immunize your children, you got MMR. It's a combined vaccine. Yes, it is. Okay, so that's the measles, so, mumps, rubella. rubella. There you go. Rubella, rubella used to be German measles. Yeah. yeah. Once our child emerges from the forest. Stronger after two years. Exactly. He'll be immune to all disease. So. some lavender on it. I don't know about that. But. After spending two years with the wolves. He'll have fashioned a hatchet <laughs> with his bare hands. No, I know that um, the flu shot, I mean, I think they when they get the MMR, it comes with that. But, um, but like, I, I've had an, an immunization for the flu one time in my life, and the only time... I've ever gotten the flu. So. Yeah, it's very common. And that's, anecd- and that's anecdotal and is meaningless. Well, no, it was I, many, many months after. Yeah, well. But you, you it's can... just like. So the flu shot basically just. Well, didn't the work flu for shot's you. always a crapshoot anyway. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's 50% right. it's going to be good. Yeah. But so it's literally a coin. I'm kind of yeah. like, eh. But if you get it frequently, <clears throat> it may, in the long run, may. Reduce, may is key word. <laughs> reduce, or may reduce <laughs> the severity of the flu when you get it. Because I got the flu after having many times, and I'd had the immunization that year. It wasn't that bad. It just wasn't that bad. Oh, mine was awful. Mine was like the worst. Well, I thought I was going to die. Bad yeah, it was. Yeah. It was the year like yeah, I, that. It was really, really bad. But, but when people say that those anecdotal experiences, those that's damaging to people. People hear that and they think, oh, flu shots are bad. No, flu shots are good. No, and they no, do no. reduce. They reduce. Do can reduce the severity of the disease, and it can reduce yes. the incidence of the disease. So if you say I flu shots are bad, that. you're going to say COVID, COVID immunization is bad. Then you can say all immunizations are bad because they're not all 100% efficient. efficient right. Active. And I don't believe that the flu yeah. shot is bad. I just I don't believe when you are a very healthy yeah. person yeah, who takes care of themselves, you don't necessarily need it. Like someone who does have issues that absolutely needs to get it. I know a lot of people that have very poor immune system or immune systems or have autoimmune diseases that absolutely mm. should get it. Yeah. Um, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying like... Wash your damn hands. Yeah. For the average person who's very healthy and doesn't have underlying health issues, they don't need the flu shot. And if they are sick, they stay home and well, stay you, away from people who are... And, and you can say that same thing about right. any immunization. You don't need any of the immunizations. Right. Because for healthy people, you don't need the immunizations. You don't need and, COVID. And we you went through need, this in yeah. California with right. measles. You know... Um, a few years ago, I'm going to say it was 2015, parents stopped 
uh, vaccinizing their kids yeah. against measles, right. and then they were doing measles parties just to get them to get it, and it oh, created yeah. a whole epidemic yeah, out no. here. I mean, that's a very that is a statistically very spreadable and super bad disease. Like yeah, the IFR for measles is completely different than the flu. Than the flu. <laughs> well, <laughs> dying from the flu is a pretty bad disease. It does happen. Dying from COVID is a pretty bad right, disease. But what percentage and of people inc- die from the flu? And in, in, in the incidence of serious complications yeah. from the measles is very low. How about if I die laughing? There you <laughs> go. What do you think about that? Die laughing over this. You die That's laughing. the way to go. Oh, That's Alex. the way to go. Oh, oh, oh. I ah. started watching Emily in Paris. Oh, you did? It is a very, very, oh, I like it's a, that horrible show. It's, it's so bad. It's that's, great. That's it's exactly so bad. It's great. Exactly. We were, we were looking through Netflix. What? I was over at her house a few weeks ago, and she was like, I just need to make a list of, like, the shows I want to watch. I was like, well, let's make a watch list for you. And so we were going through, <laughs> like and I was like, <laughs> I was like, Emily in Paris, you haven't watched that? And she's like, no. I'm like, it's so bad, but it's so good. What is <laughs> it? Accidentally it's, good? You'd hate it. You'd hate it. Or uh, Well, I like it because it, 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 it makes Paris. Sex in the City in Paris yeah, what it, it essentially oh, is okay. and it, right. it's made by Darren Starr who did Sex and the City, City yeah. but I think it's the important not thing as is every raunchy. bad stereotype of like the stupid American in mm. Paris yeah. like making all of those like cultural mistakes that's in the show and oh. every single extremely hot man just loves her immediately like she walks by and they're all like oh oh, oh, Emily I'm like oh my god so it's like Tumblr fan fiction put onto a screen it's like but you get to see Paris the way it it used to be before it was all trashy and full of graffiti it it looks clean and beautiful and it looks like the Paris that I remember yeah Mm -hmm. and all the French people are very like pompous fashion is fantastic Patricia Field who did Sex in the City and who is busy doing Emily in Paris and that's why she's not doing uh, the current revival of Sex in the City uh, because she's in Paris instead who? so she won't be doing and just like that Emily Fields what? Patricia Field, she Patricia is the uh, very famous costume designer from Sex and oh, the City. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Paris. And who's the woman that plays Emily? Uh, oh, um, Lily Collins. Audrey Hepburn esque. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my Phil God. Phil Collins' daughter. Oh, she's not related to Audrey Hepburn. No, I thought for she sure she was related. She's a similar vibe. No, she's related yeah. to the uh, musician. Oh, okay. She's adorable, though. I've interviewed she, her a few times. She's really sweet. Is she? Yeah. Yep. I'm very enjoy. She's very Emily, honestly. Oh, like that cute, perky personality. Nice. I like how they, you know, intertwine the social media stuff in with it. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah. not necessarily believable, but <laughs> no. it's well integrated. And it, again, it just makes it a really addicting series to watch. And my husband, I was like, watch this. And he was like, this is so bad. And then he binge watched it. Like, stayed up till <laughs> four. Exactly. Oh, my God. I just binge watched something. The longest I've ever binged anything in my life on Sunday night. I watched Never Have I Ever. <gasps> That's really good. That's it's a Mindy Kaling series. Yeah, and they're all so short. They're like 20 minutes long. And I watched nine episodes oh of it. I stayed up until God. 1 o'clock Whoopsie. in the morning. Because it was like, I had realized all weekend, I was like, this is the first time I'm sitting down by myself since, like, the weekend before <laughs> you know because we had the wet we had the event on friday night and then we went to a wedding on saturday and then sunday i was out running around with the kids and dan and all this stuff and so when i the kids fell asleep on sunday i was like i just want to watch something and then i just kept watching it and i was like oh it's because i just am actually by myself and like sitting and it was actually really good it's again kind of dumb but fun yeah. yeah, it's it, yeah, it's really cute, and it's uh, obviously a South Asian family, which you don't get to see all that often. So yeah. I just think that you know Mindy wrote it from her own perspective growing up, and I love those like teen romantic comedy shows. They're right up my alley. Yeah, they're fun. It's just like an easy watch thing where it's just like I just want to kind of zone out and you know. Yeah, as the whole world is burning and collapsing, yes. like yes. just go and watch this show. It's very enjoyable. Exactly. Like Virgin River. Like Virgin River, yes, exactly. It's so so bad, bad. but it's so so good. good. It's It's almost like a Hallmark. It it feels like a made for Hallmark. Totally does. Totally does. You know, one of those very template movies that goes the same. I know, but it just keeps you watching it because every everyone ends on a this nurse that had this life trauma moves to this tiny town to be the local nurse, and everyone in the town is rugged and helpful, (laughs) and you know, it's just like. (laughs) 
I need so treatment for my lumberjack injury. Exactly. exactly. They have lumberjack days. Oh, yeah, it's like a whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's shot mostly in British Columbia, so it's really, really pretty. It's very oh, yeah. pretty. Oh, it's yeah. so pretty. I'm like, I want to move there. I've never been there. I've never been to Montreal or the only two places we haven't been in Canada is the East Coast on the ocean and the West Coast on the ocean. Well, they don't yeah, want you in right. Montreal. No, they do Unless not you want French. you coming. Yeah, it's true. Unless Canadian French. French. All right. But yeah, it's what, really beautiful. Remember what Triumph the Insult Comic Dog said to the French Canadians? Oh, French Canadians, you're both obnoxious and dull. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my family's from. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, sorry. Oh, that explains so, it all, right? <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up there. I misfired on that one. And How do you pronounce? Yeah, my mom's whole family is from uh, Quebec. <laughs> How do you pronounce the word that means someone from Quebec, though? Quebecois. Quebecian? Yeah, Quebecois. Quebecois. It's not Quebecer. Quebecois. They'll tell it's you. Quebecois, yeah. It's not poutine, it's poutine. You know who uh, Quebecois is? Louis Nanny. Yes. Is he? Yeah, he's from... Well, I guess uh, that makes sense. Good hockey player. <laughs> he's like, we must be Canadian. A lot of ice up They're there. They're from Sault Ste. Marie, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right out. That's The Sioux. That's the not that Sousa far from Marie. Quebec, I, I believe. In any case, we have to take a break. We'll be right back more with Kristen Burt right after this. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com. That's shift, the number two, sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Hey, it's Tom again for my good friends at Profile. You've heard me talk about the terrific experience I've had working with my Profile health coach, Danette, Dan Kelly. It's not just because I've lost weight and kept it off. It's because there's so much more to losing weight than simply stepping on a scale. Profile makes sure I'm in it for the long haul. It's about getting to your goal and staying there. That's why Profile provides members like me so many great tools to keep it off like monthly health seminars, 3D body scans, an exercise app, a terrific podcast, cookbooks, and so much more. Matter of fact, I'm going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Can't say enough about Profile. It's changed my life, and it can change yours, too. Profile has six metro locations, as well as Mankato, St. Cloud, and Rochester. Make today the day you call them or visit ProfilePlan.com for a location near you. That's ProfilePlan.com. Oh, and mention promo code KQRS for a special discount. ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. Priority Courier Experts does not have the largest inventory of lease-to-own trucks anymore. Hold on now. Anymore. All right, fill me in. Pat, who in town buys brand new trucks and immediately puts those rigs into the most honest and ethical lease-to-own program? Priority, that's who. But you said they don't have the largest inventory. Let me spell it out for you. First, Priority orders the finest spec of Kenworth and Freightliner trucks. These rigs cost anywhere between $135,000 to $215,000. That's more than my house. I hope things get better for you, man. Next, a qualified driver sits down with one of Priority's onboarding specialists, reviews the lease-to-own program, and earning potential of partnering with one of the world's largest same-day delivery companies, and shazam! Another partnership is formed, and that driver is on their way to owning that rig in five years or less. That sounds simple. It is that simple. That's why Priority doesn't have the largest inventory of new trucks anymore, because these rigs roll off the lot almost as soon as they arrive. <coughs> Calling all drivers. Take charge of your driving career today. Visit Priority.com or call Robbie, Nick, Chad, or Mike, 651-748-4465, and they'll get you on the road. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. 
You know, it's like that every time you call us tagline. Yeah, I remember when Steve pulled every truck off the road to hang that tagline on the sides. Hey, Pat, your finger's still on the record button? We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burr with us. Now, Kristen, uh, Catherine and I were at a gathering over the weekend, and we started talking about favorite movies of all time with people. Do you have a favorite movie of all time? I do. Uh-oh, she's <laughs> laughing. I just watched it again, uh, and I hadn't, it's been a while since I've seen it, and I have my DVD copy autographed. It is Funny Girl with Barbra Streisand. Oh, oh yeah, I think you've said this before, actually. Probably. Yeah. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. Tom said something about Barbara Streisand's current physical oh, appearance. Yes. Or no, her resemblance to someone else. And it's not an insult, by no, the way. No, it's just, just a resemblance. It is what it is. Do you know who she looks are, like? Are you going to share with everyone? Are yes. you going to share with the class? <laughs> yes, but I want to make it clear this is not an insult because I he cut a fine figure. And, and as far as I'm concerned, Tom's exercising extreme restraint at this point. Exactly. But Barbara Streisand now, she's gotten a bit old. Well, she's, she's got, what, 75, 76, yeah. something like that. And again, this is not an insult. She just does. Oh, my she, God, he's killing me. She, <laughs> she looks a lot like Harpo Marx. She does. I'm not, I'm not making it up. Kristen is Googling Harpo Marx She's right Googling now. Harpo Marx well, as I, now we I want to do like a side-by-side comparison. <laughs> Separated at birth kind of thing. Separated at birth. I am wondering which particular picture you saw. Of her? Yeah. The one that's... you got to uh, take the wig out of the equation. Well, yes. What, hers or his? <laughs> well... She goes here. I mean, you also have to remember she's had work done too, so her face has oh, morphed over the years. No, but again, I, it's not an insult. And, she and, just, she and, just. I looked at it when she kind of looks like Harpo Marx, and she's had reasonable work done. I mean, she does not look. She looks. She similar. looks great in person. Like I will, you know, you know that she's been worked on, but it looks natural. It doesn't look pulled yeah. or overdone. I will mm. say that because I've interviewed her before, and she looks. Refreshed. Yeah, the pulled yeah. look is very unfortunate. You have to do it many. If you want to maintain that appearance, it has yep. to be done over and over. A little frequently. bit at a time. Yeah, frequently has to be overdone, redone. You can't so. just pull it taut like a tanner. <laughs> like and a just tanner. say, okay, there you go, you're good. But I think so many people are doing fillers now before they go under the knife. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, they do. They do, and that, and that can forestall something. It, it depends. But there's a lot of people that show up, and there ain't no, no amount of filler that's going to fix the problem. So you need the facelift. So. But the filler, they restore volume to the face, which is a natural loss with aging. So fillers are fat. Fat transfer works well, too. So Do we right. know why fat leaves certain, only certain parts of the body as you age? It's like you can be as fat as you want, but it's not coming back to your hands or your face. Nope. No but you're right. You're right. No clue. No just, clue just to why. It's just how it is. It's just... Just the way it is, and I'm certain you know, there's some metabolic reason for that because certainly as hormonal changes for men and mm-hmm. women, you know, fat redistribution occurs, yeah. and it goes, it comes off once some places and goes other places. Yes, Very it interesting. does. Why? Why would it do that? We don't know. I don't know. It's, it's weird. weird. Local. <laughs> that's, that's why. I know. It's like you. why does hair decide to grow inside people's ears? What's that's, the point of yeah, all of this? What exactly does that do for <laughs> you? Not a lot, I would argue. Yeah. It is true. Boy. If, you, if I could find a picture of Harpo Marx where he's not making a weird face. That's true. Yeah. It would be easier to figure I'm, I'm, this out. I'm not going to lie. I don't see it, but it's not. I'm sure there was one particular picture that he saw that, you know. This yeah, one he must could have seen be. something that Depends fired on. That. Yeah, that's. Yeah. There's he a always picture. is see? making a face. I got though. one. Yeah. I told I got, you. Yeah, mm, I can see the resemblance. Wouldn't believe, wouldn't believe me. <laughs> did had ever, or did any of the Marx Brothers ever do any serious roles? God, no. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't no. imagine. I don't think it ever happened. Seeing Groucho trying to do Schindler's List, I don't think that would work. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I wonder if their, their productions were like the Three Stooges, where they would do them and they would do one take. You only got one take, yep. and it would done in a, like the Stooges movies were done in a day. Back then, everything was basically one take. Yeah, yeah. it was indeed. I, I just remember the great story about the Marx Brothers meeting with Jack Warner at Warner Brothers, mm. and he was late. Jack Warner was late for the meeting, and when he finally got to his own executive office, the Marx Brothers were sitting around. They had broken up the furniture and had a fire going. <laughs> Jeez, you're nuts. He busted up all the furniture and started a fire in the fireplace. (laughs) 
Only the Marx Brothers would do something like that. <laughs> I just love the Marx Brothers, no question about it. Yeah, so my favorite movie of all time is probably The Godfather, I think. It just, you know. That's was, a great choice. It was the last big one for Marlon. I've always been a huge Marlon Brando fan, so that's probably. But I got to tell you, Jackie Gleason is one of my favorite actors of all time. He doesn't get anywhere near the credit he should for being the great actor that he is or was. Yeah, I think that there's several actors that you just sometimes go, they're so underrated. Yeah. Because you know, the work that they do consistently, obviously, Jackie Gleason's no longer with us. But um, whether it was during their career or even, even actors now, like sometimes you're like, they just don't get that same um, accolades that other people do. And then you look at some A-list actors and you're like, they've been just lucky through their yep. whole career. Oh, God, to a certain yeah. extent. Uh, is funny, uh, Kristen, is Funny Girl... The movie is your is your favorite movie, or is it the and is it the movie that affected you the most? You know, I I, I have a big I love Omar Sharif, so that's probably yeah. helps. I, okay. I do love Barbara Streisand, but I just this is like that was like her big you know breakout role. I like her in Hello Dolly, but I just love the music. I love the story. Obviously, you know it's a little sexist and antiquated, but there's I mean there's some really fun elements to it. Um, I love. Um, Omar Sharif also in Dr. Zhivago. I mean, seeing that on the big screen is an experience. Yeah. It's another one that I love. The reason I bring that up is is that my favorite movie, I, I think, when I really think about favorite movies, how it, just how it touched me was um, was uh, Waking Dead Divine. Mm. Oh, I love that movie. One of the best movies ever. Movie. And, and, but the movie that affected me the most, affected me the most, is, was probably the first Star Wars movie. So it's two different movies. You know, one is my fa favorite, but the other one really affected me more. I don't want to say formed Deeply, me or yeah. shaped me, but that's it affected me more. I mean, that was the movie. When I saw the previews, I said, that's the movie I've been waiting for my whole life. So Star you know. Wars? Yep, that first Star Wars movie. I it was the first it. movie with really good special effects. Oh, I remember yeah. being in the theater and just feeling like yeah. you're in this little spaceship going through that little, what, I don't know, some sort of cube thing, <laughs> and they were dive bombing it and it was like amazing oh yeah when they were assaulting the death star death yeah. star that's it the death star yeah that's pretty that cool i thought it was yeah because cool. god that was like what late 60s yeah. early 70s no. that 60s it was it i think was it was early 70s 70. it was 77 it had to be no. late yeah. 70s uh, no, it, well, I what, uh, it Star was, Wars was definitely the late 70s yeah, yeah. 77 what, what year did elvis presley die 77 77. Okay, so was then that the that's year? probably Star Wars year. It yeah. was. Oh, yeah, Presley you're right. 77. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I was in medical school. I don't know but why I mean, no one ever believes me. Everything. Don't you know that Andy verifies everything that comes out of anybody's <laughs> mouth? True. It must everything be fact Everything was still analog, basically, back then. It was, yeah. There was no real CGI. There was some, but, like, when you saw the X-Wing, you know, flying around through space, yeah. that was a cell that they were physically moving, you know, in front of a camera. Really? It was like it's just like old animation where it's the everything is a physical cell. Someone paints on a piece of plastic, puts it down, takes a picture of it, and then they do it again and again. Star Wars was done like that. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. Or miniatures, of course. They'll yeah. you know like the uh, some of them, of course, were just uh, little uh, plastic toys on strings. But then movie magic makes it look real. That's true. They did a good job. They sure did for what they had back then. Mm -hmm. I think it's terrific that Ralph has moved on because I asked him that like a year ago and he said his favorite movie of all time was Caged Heat Part 3. Part <laughs> <laughs> oh. 2 sucks. Three was the best. So I'm, I'm You've evolved as a human. Yeah, I, and I appreciate I'm that observation. Thank you for evolving yeah. as a human. God, remember the drive-in movies they used to come on Caged Heat? Really? Is that that's your well, movie? Is it? Well, I, rem I remember as a, as a kid going to the newsstand and one of my, the things that drew my attention were these magazines called, what they were called, True Detective or something like that. Oh, yeah, like True that. Detective. That and, was a big and, magazine. And, it, and, it's, and the scene on that magazine that always is stuck in my mind was, and it was a time when Nazis were still bad, they would, they would, uh, there would be a picture of a Nazi holding some young woman scantily clad with a claw hammer in his hand. Oh, God. God. That was the, so that was, the, it was a, just a bizarre kind of a... Uh, you know, a thing, Tom, what I were you on. watching the other day? I'm I'm upstairs painting the windows, and Tom's downstairs watching something, and it sounded I don't know how many women screaming. Oh, I was, was like, um, okay, what are you watching down there? God, was it was a, <laughs> I, I was a little I was a little bit afraid to ask. 
No, it was. Uh, I was like, was, do you want to be alone? Should was, I go? I don't know. It was a show from the fifties called One Step Beyond. Oh yeah, it was like Outer Limits kind of. Yeah, kind of like Outer Limits. The endless screaming of women. The women screamed constantly in that show. It was it was incredible. They did. They did. What was happening? Why were they screaming? Uh, They would just be afraid of it. It was fear. It wasn't. They weren't being physically attacked. It was fear of the you know ghosts or whatever. I mean, every movie back then. A woman doing a very exaggerated scream because she saw like a shadow or something. That was like you know every oh, movie yes, had to that's have true. that. Women that were fraidy cats yes. back then. Yeah, it's all started oh, with Psycho. It's a spider. Yeah, mm, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's a spider. Yeah, Jude, Jude was barking. He was like, "What's going on? There's, there's somebody in danger downstairs." He was worried. No, it was. It was nonstop screaming non-stop. by women. Nonstop. I couldn't take it. <gasps> it was that kind of screaming too. It was a really loud screaming. <laughs> yeah, one step. Yeah, one. That guy's naming it was a host of One Step Beyond. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I can I, see I, his I, face, but I can't remember his how name. How old is that show? 1950s, I think. 59. Yeah, 59. Uh, let's see. Who hosted it? He was a very cool breeze, I'll tell you that. Cool breeze? <clears throat> that cool right? breeze. He was a really was cool Was that before uh-huh. Twilight Zone or sort of at the same at time? At the same time, Okay. Yeah. Uh, that would have been John Newland. John Newland. Yeah. I don't even know his name. Well, now you do. Uh, I think he might have just basically done very old stuff. Yeah, maybe. Although he died in 2000, so he was around for a while. Uh, there you go. Yeah. I'm getting a bunch of uh, people sending me a question. Of, that's for everybody on the show, I'm sure. But uh, I don't know where they got this question. But uh, if experts were wrong about Afghanistan, how could you trust them on the border and covid Lots How could they be that wrong? Trust about, no one. No, you, you just can't. You can't trust anybody's judgment. It's so Agent funny Holder. how everybody shifts all the narratives mm. in in a twenty four hour. Oh, news I cycle. know. It's ridiculous. Not, no, not even twenty four hours anymore. It's more like six hours now. If if that. Yesterday. Everybody had their hand in this cookie jar, so they did. No, they absolutely. Yeah. Oh, did. we should have been out of Afghanistan. We should have never gone into Afghanistan. You can argue that all day long, but leaving. At, at least 10,000 and maybe up to 30, they don't even know, yeah. people stranded yep. in a country <laughs> when you knew when you knew this was going to happen is inexcusable. I'm sorry. Well, what's going to happen to the women in that country? It oh, ain't going to be pretty. It's actually horrifying. Oh, they've already, they've, already, uh, they've already closed down all the businesses, and they're not going to reopen <laughs> until the Taliban says they can. They're taking down, beauty shops are taking down pictures of wi- women. Oh, because they look too pretty? No, you're not supposed to show their faces. Oh, that's right. You're not supposed um, to show your face. I forgot. Yeah, they're not into photographs. This is going to be hideous, isn't it? No, it, really it's awful because yep. girls as young as 12 are being, you know, if they are single, I'm saying that with air quotes. I know you guys can't see me, but uh, they're being taken from their families, obviously, to be married off to. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. and any woman that's going to be a dissenter or whatever is just going to be married to a soldier, then that's going to be that. That's going to be her life. And yeah, any woman knows exactly what that means. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. horrifying. God, it's would... really, really sad that they. Yeah. The way they did it is just I, how anybody can defend it makes me want to scream. But that's I just know. me. But that's what they do. They look. It's my guy, and I have to agree with my guy. Now, I've never had a president who was my guy, whether it was Trump or Biden or Kennedy or any of them. It's just they have to defend their guy. And I've never had a guy, so I don't know what that feels like. And I mean, for Joe Biden to go out, out, you know, on vacation and just be like, peace out, Girl Scout. Yeah. Have fun over there. Whatever happens, chips going to fall the way they're going to fall. It's just yeah. like, what are you doing? I don't know. I really well, wish just we would remember, just... remember, a lot of people will remember this in midterm elections, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yep. Well, that's, yeah. we'll you know, and that's, that's on the Democrats at that point. Well, let's see, because they're spinning it. A, a lot right now. They're really going for it. Yay, this is the greatest idea mm. ever. Oh, so no. By we'll midterms, it's going to be like the two candidates are going to share a cookie and one's going to have a bigger piece of the cookie and everyone's going to be mad about the cookie. Yeah. <laughs> because that's, <laughs> that's probably true. That's the attention span of people. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, Francis Macron promises robust EU response to possible migration wave out of Afghanistan. I was just sent a video. You should see the traffic jam coming out of Kabul. Holy Christ. There got to be hundreds of thousands of cars just blocking the road. They can't move. 
if they're not fired on on their way out. Who knows? Exactly. I mean, think of how horrifying that is. Like you are, it's you have to just take yourself and your family and try and escape. And hope for the best. Well, people are those, those people were clinging to a bottom of an airplane, yep, and fell to their thinking deaths. that it would be better to try to hold on to an airplane traveling what speed? What? How fast do they go? They take yeah. off at about 170 miles an hour. Yeah, well rather than stay, rather than stay in, in your country. Uh, yeah. That's that's a scared person. God, why does this keep happening? It's devastating. Well, Absolutely. And. And, and the, the, the sad thing is that this goes on all over the world. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. All over the world, and no one wants to talk about it in America. No one wants to say, hey, there's a lot of bad things in the world. No, America is bad, but, man, it ain't like Kabul right now. Mm-hmm. It ain't like, uh, you know, the people in uh, uh, Myanmar. It ain't like the people in uh, Nigeria. It ain't like the people in Haiti. I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff, and we can't fix all that bad stuff. No. Americans could help a lot if they would stop doing recreational drugs. That would be good. And feeding drug cartels. If they would just stop doing drugs, illegal drugs. Yeah, the American drug trade basically fuels all of South America. So so, so should we do what China did? If you're caught using drugs, and they would do an immediate, they would do an immediate kind of little trial, they would shoot you in the head. And that was the end of it. That was no, it. I don't think we should do that. I think we <laughs> should. Maybe not quite that extreme. If, if we're well, so socially well, conscious, so uh, we, conscious we, we, though, we, that of every tiny little person's rights and, and, and rules and changing everything the way we think that fairness is, if you want to be fair to the rest of the planet, stop doing drugs. Just yeah. intelligently stop, stop doing yeah. them. And we've been saying that for the past 40, 50 years, and nothing's changed. Nope. And we still have this. So there's no, so something different has to be done. Now, we, 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 have, we have the protection against cruel and unusual punishment. And we have the, the, we have the due process as a guarantee to us. So we can't do the extrajudicial killings like they're doing in the Philippines mm-hmm. so, uh, or in China. So... You know, I, I don't know what we can. No one wants to do anything about it. No one wants to address the problem. No one wants to say, "Hey, you're a user. Uh, stop using." Or you know, I know, but we want our we want we want our party drugs. But then we want the military and the politicians to to change it all. It's yep. like that's not you're, you're fueling right. this economy mm-hmm. with your behavior. Yep, there you go. If you want to be woke, stop doing it. I love this too. Ooh, thank you. Oh, mm. whoa, that was biting. You want to be woke? True. That's I mean, true. There are many, many, many stores apparently in Kabul that have run out of burkas. <laughs> I'm not making that up. That's a headline on CNN. Oh. They're running out of burkas because they're all running out of fire. I bet. Female news anchors have been pulled off the air. Yeah. Have they really? Uh, mm-hmm. All the television stations and all of the radio stations have stopped airing uh, news and information and all and uh, soap operas and all that stuff. Oh, it's right back to whatever it was that they were Lucy doing Magumba. 20 years ago. Oh. It's probably just all Man. like... Taliban. Yes, I'm sure it's all yep. propaganda just yep, to make propaganda. them happy because otherwise they're going to get a bullet to the head or worse. Well, Kristen, get out there and get a burka or we're going to have to let you go. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> she goes, yeah. oof. No, I was like, oh, it's so sad. You can let me go. You know, yeah. <laughs> it would be really great if they could give, you know, just if they could be kind enough to just let the people go that want to go for like just 30 days. Give everybody 30 days to get out before they start implementing all of their stuff no. why would they do that because it would it would go a long way for uh, negotiations but that makes them humane and i don't think the taliban's humane i think we well, could, i'm pretty true. sure we're already sending lots and lots of money to them to keep it so that the americans can get out because we failed at that yeah yeah I just don't know. what Are we ever going to settle? I just really wish we'd get rid of all the political parties and all the borders, and all, just to all live together and leave me alone. Good luck. Can sing a Coca-Cola commercial? <laughs> I want to yeah, the teach from, like, the five world years ago. to sing. Five years. Perfect. Yeah, it was 1971 like, or something. Like that. Well, I'm thinking oh, of the, the new one that everyone got all mad about. It was like, you know, share Are you Coke. thinking the Pepsi commercial Pepsi, that Kylie that's Jenner did? What it was, well, yeah. what is it? I don't know this one. Well, it was a commercial where people were like, you know, share a Coke and you won't be racist anymore. What? Pepsi. what? 
It was Pepsi. 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 Oh. So there was some type of situation with police and a multicultural group all protesting. And of course, uh, Kylie Jenner comes in with her Pepsi and shares it maybe with the, the police in their riot gear. And everyone's like, kumbaya, and dances oh. in the street. Oh. Oh. Pepsi will fix everything. Yeah. Really a poorly ex. I can't believe like there wasn't someone in the room that was like, this is a really bad idea. Right, mm -hmm. right. How could they? Because you know that this passes through it. At least, let's say at least 20 hands yeah. and on executive levels. Like, who is saying, oh my gosh, that's such a good campaign. Everyone's going to be like, yay. I have seen a lot fun. of those where it's like, there's got to be 40 people involved in the creation of this thing. How did not one of them notice what a bad idea it was? But I think it's, it's a lot of the time, it's just like everyone notices, but it's up to the execs. So whatever they say goes. Right. And then if people are afraid to lose their job, yep. if they say to the executive, like, this is not a great idea, then it, it starts passing through. And then you go, oh, it got to the next level and the next level. And then if there's no no coming in there, it makes it to air. Yeah. It's to a certain extent they're being Weinstein. Yeah. How's he doing? Being Weinstein, yeah, he's on the West Coast dealing with his oh, cases that's right. here. Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. true. I mean, he's he's in jail for the rest of his life. I don't even know why he's fighting these. So, I mean, at this point, something to do. There probably is literally something to do. He just doesn't want to sit around in a cell and you know take her deep oh, every night. You would be surprised <laughs> when you're preparing a defense or you're preparing any anything in court. They must give you a ton of support, and including uh, uh, interns legal interns and all, and computers and and everything that you you get to launch a, a complete defense you get a you get an office when well, you're he's in jail live about another half hour anyway what's the difference he's not in the best health no, no he's not he's, no, no, health he's is not terrible. great health his health is terrible is no lucky doubt. for him he won't live long hopefully mm. right yeah well Kristen, we solved everybody's problems again this week that's all we ever do we shared a pepsi with the audience shared a pepsi with the audience everything is good no question all right so we will talk to you next week sounds good have Thank a good you. one everyone bye uh, Kristen Burt, <laughs> ladies and oh oh you just heard the word well, bye so we yeah. went berserk i think when you say say ladies and gentlemen that's mm. his trigger that we're ladies and gentlemen. getting up and leaving Ladies and gentlemen, Jude. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I know we're leaving. Yep. Is he getting all whipped up? Yep. He is. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.